Our guest today has an interesting path to the meetings and events industry, but since joining has never looked back and continues to evolve with his ever-growing site selection business. With a background in film and undeniable loyalty to the blue and white team from Toronto, despite their struggles, he does not shy away from the spotlight or tackling a tough conversation for his clients. As a serial entrepreneur, speaker, and leader, he's battle-tested and always innovating, never more so than during these pandemic times, and full of drive to succeed. Mark Dozman is one of those guys I'm always looking for to catch up with in the lobby bar. This is this is oh good. So, Mark, I know how you you got started in site selection, but I don't think Mary France does, and I think Ryan's heard the story as well. But yeah. we want to hear Tell how me, you got I started. I want to hear the story. Like we're going all the way like back. Back to we? the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the beginning. How'd you get in the business? So I'll give you the Coles Notes version. I have uh, um, I have a background in film, actually, radio, TV, and film is what I took in school. I, um, I graduated with in, with a film degree and uh, moved to Toronto to pursue that career. Uh, I became a film editor after a few years, but like any great filmmaker, I was uh <laughs> bartending and, and serving <laughs> tables to pay my bills so i really wasn't a great filmmaker <laughs> but i was editing so i would i would work during the day at the restaurant and then i'd go downtown in uh, toronto to the editing studio because they would only give me the studio from 11 p.m till seven o'clock at night which again should have been a sign for me like get the hell out right <laughs> um and uh, i did that for a couple of years and long story short had a woman uh, Cynthia, who uh, would come in and sit in my section and bring hotels in or bring her clients into the restaurant. And after about six months of getting to know her, she uh, she said, hey, I want to offer you a job. And I want you to be my director of sales and marketing for my... It's like a um, pretty woman story. Company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So am I the pretty woman? <laughs> you are. You're... Well, thank you. Oh, there, it's already begun. I haven't been called pretty begun. in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, here we go. So here we go. So I went to work with her for about, uh, I don't know, 15 or 16 months. Um, and, uh, but I quit that abruptly one day and, uh, I didn't quit that to do this. <laughs> I quit that. Wait, is that another story? There's this, I mean, there may be a story in there. <laughs> um, we get, can we get the extended version? I'm not version? getting into that story. No, but, I think I've heard that story. We don't want to get into that story. No, you don't want that story. <laughs> Let's just tease the audience then. You can't get to there hear you it, guys. <laughs> um, and uh, so I, I quit that not to start this. I quit that just because it wasn't a good fit anymore. <clears throat> and six weeks later, I started uh, strategic site selection and, and sort of ripped off the rear view mirror and said, I'm going to make this work. Uh, come heck or high water. And mm. uh, I actually had started with a business partner originally, uh, but that ended poorly after nine months as well <laughs> and cost My a lot goodness. of money. Yes, I, I know. I don't have a very like <laughs> crash and burn it? all over the place, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, 16 years, 16, 17 years later, I guess, yeah. I'm still here to tell the story. So it's our, it's, it's 17, almost 17. Yeah, so we I incorporated October first, two thousand and five. And how many on your team now? So pre pandemic, we were twenty three. Yep. Post pandemic, okay. we're or or going through this. What we're going through right now, I think we're still sitting at seventeen. Um, and uh, you know, it's been a great run. I, I I mean, I love what I do. We've had uh, we had fifteen years of growth. I think our worst year was 
we had a 11% growth and that was our worst year, you know, 30, awesome. 40% growth. Yeah. It's been amazing. Been very fortunate, very lucky, surrounded by some great people. And uh, yeah, and uh, you know, there are lots of days um, I wake up and I pinch myself and just think how darn lucky am I? You know, I remember when I was working for Cynthia and the first program we were on was a program for, um, I think it was Canon, uh, Canon Copiers. And uh, we showed up at the, at the she flew up to Vancouver for this program and showed up at the Fairmont waterfront on the gold floor and went, you know, what is a gold floor and what is a Fairmont, right? Because I'm, I mean, I'm used to like, you know, the Days in or the Travel Lodge, like, honey, <laughs> which, are, like which, are killing it, which are killing it, by the way, right now. They are killing it for sure. But at that time, right, like 60 bucks, I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's a getaway, right? So, anyway, so, was, uh, so, so got to stop you. Um, sorry, Ryan, but I have to stop you because I, um, I need to let you know about a little game that we're playing um, okay. for this episode. And it's a segment that we call Buzzword Bingo. Buzzword Bingo. Buzzword Bingo. So, it's kind of a bet. So, I made okay. a bet with these guys before the episode started of all the words that I think you're going to say during this uh, this conversation. Awesome. So you might hear me scream bingo in the middle of a, another story, um, but I am keeping track of what you're saying. And okay. uh, when we see the results, I'll, I'll let you know. But uh, yeah. Just and the one you asked us to bleep out is not on that one. So you're okay. No, <laughs> no, I, I didn't include it. It's, it's actually the bonus word. It's, you know, the star in the middle. The free star in the middle. Okay. <laughs> so Mark. I'm not using that word. Yeah. <laughs> so Mark, you still got 17. I'm curious, like, I know it's been a hell of a year for our, our industry as a whole, um, unless you're in virtual events, aka Tim. But um, thinking about how do you keep your team kind of engaged and motivated and like, keep that team spirit up when you're doing things over zoom and not seeing them. And like, I, I'm really curious. I've thought a lot about that and talked to a lot of your team one-on-one. Um, but just would love to hear as a leader, how you keep them kind of going. Can I rephrase that? Forget <laughs> no, forget, <laughs> forget zoom and being virtual. How, when, uh, when an industry crashes, like ours have crashed and that is your bread and butter. How do you keep a team yeah. engaged and around and motivated and you know and not I like my question better like, but uh, like sorry, sorry Ryan <laughs> <laughs> look it's a great question you no matter how you phrase it guys you did you did good and together I can see why you guys are together for sure so uh, you compliment each other well uh, so you know I, I you know to put it into context we've 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 canceled somewhere around 800 contracts and they're, you know, and had the crack kicked out of us like many others in the industry. And, uh, and there are people that are not making, uh, making any money or not, you know, not making uh, a whole lot for sure. I'm worried about the jobs. And I don't, I don't know. I wish I had an answer. I think that I probably failed more than I've passed when it comes to, you know, leading the team and trying to figure out, you know, how to get to that next month and, and hold out hope for everybody. I do think the one thing that I have learned is there is probably a time to put, put, put the, the gas pedal down and there's probably a time to ease up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that, I mean, everybody's going through something different <clears throat> and I'm not walking in their shoes. I have no idea, you know, what they're dealing with at home, whether they're, they're home, you know, homeschooling or what the domestic situation is like with their spouse or, you know, what, you know, who's afraid of what from COVID standpoint. So mm-hmm. I think having a bit of empathy, you know, and, and trying to understand where people are coming from is, is really important. And even at that, like, there are many days I fail at that too, right. You know, cause 
you know, you're not necessarily built that way, but um, I don't know. I think I empathy through a screen too. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. But you think that's a sign of a good leader right now. You've had to change your approach. And if you were like a hard nosed leader before and it worked, it, it wouldn't work right now. And I think, I mean, you could tie it to a coach analogy with um, different situations when a team's yeah. struggling, but I think empathy right now, it's going to be interesting to see how we let's fast forward to, a year from now when things are, are maybe not booming, but things are, you know, going much better, how these personalities now and how we've been like, when we're doing these zoom calls, we're getting into people's homes, we're getting into their private lives a lot more, how that kind of is going to help teams gel. And I think make us a lot stronger down the road. Yeah, I mean, yeah. things, things can't get any tougher than they are now. So, I mean, it's only going to get well, better. We just went through like some of the most powerful emotions, right? Like fear, yeah. um, well, and well, fear is a big motivator for all kinds of things and guilt, you know, yeah. guilty. I know a lot of people talk about feeling guilty about um, not being able to work as much or what their outputs are. And then are, you're struggling even more. I mean, I think we can safely say that our industry is full of um, perfectionists and overachievers. Yeah. And, and I saw this last night in a call with you, Mary France, where you were out, you were doing like kind of resembling a live event again. You were back at the university and the campus and like your energy was insane last night. And that was like one day of getting back to the regular thing. Just think of how powerful it's going to be when we're back to the good times. But um, I mean, with that said, Mark, I, I guess we know about the site selection industry right now. Um, Tell us about some of the other things you've been up to, I guess, in the last year. And obviously you recognize the need to, to make some changes to the way you go about your business and, and kind of developed a few different arms. So tell us a little bit about those. And also maybe when you realize that, yeah, I got to do something. I got to, I got to figure this out. Uh, you know, it's, it's, a, uh, there's a lot of dumb luck involved in what I've done here too, you know? And, and, um, so and I will say, you know, one of the things that I'm really, really fortunate with, you know, you know, even back to what you were talking about, about the leadership is I'm surrounded by a really strong group of people, you know, who will, you know, like, you know, point it out when I've made a misstep for sure, <laughs> but also are there to catch me when I fall as well. And I think that that's part of what that move, I'm not going to use the word. I'm not going to use the word that is the, the buzzword. Not Sorry, use? not happening. Not, not a chance. Not a chance. No, no but I want to hear it. I, I don't know what word you're referring to. I don't even to. know what the word is. Pivot. Nice Tell me. So, sorry? Pivot. What word is Hate it? that word. Hate that word. So back in the summer, do though, it. we don't did cave. <laughs> Back in the summer, we had a, a client come to us who said, um, uh, can you set up some quarantine blocks for us and help us? And, uh, and by the way, you know, we need some, some help as well bringing um bringing international students into canada uh do you know somebody that you could refer on to us who could help us do that by the way if you could do it that would be even better and uh i sort of i walked away from that conversation sort of went well that's not what we do but uh i'm not doing a whole lot else right now so why not so uh started to i made some calls and you know surround myself with some people and sort of started putting a bit of a, a group together to see if we could put a company together to help support that. And this is, this is, this is legally, right? If we bring international students. We have a lot of listeners that don't know. Do you think he would tell us? Investigative kind of report. No, no, no. It is bringing, it's actually really interesting. So we started a company called the student travels. I'll backtrack a little bit. And, uh, and that company is helping, uh, uh, one of our clients languages, Canada bring, bring students into Canada. Um, what a lot of people don't know is that, I mean, these universities are just struggling like crazy, right? Because yeah. the international student 
represents such a, a, well, there you go. Right. Of course you're there represents such a big number to them to, you know, keep their doors open and, and these yeah. schools are not seeing that revenue come in. So languages Canada is beating the drum with the government to, to get these students in and they needed help doing it. So I uh, took a project uh, almost to the end and it really quite honestly, it failed, it fell apart. Um, and again, I was encouraged to, to sort of, you know, to find somebody else to refer it on to, but I'm not good at that. I'm not good at saying no. So <laughs> over a weekend, I started uh, making some more calls and uh, um, started working with uh, many, you know, a woman by the name of Christy Contini um, yep. to put, uh, to go down a different path. And, and lo and behold, we started a company called the Student Travels. So that launched, we won the bid in October that launched officially uh, somewhere in November, I guess. And uh, so we've been at that and really it hasn't taken off like we had hoped that it would, but there is, um, there is some hope now uh, for the summer and we have a number of schools that have yeah. come on board and said, yes, we're with you. And, uh, and I, I do, I do think that it's probably going to be a pretty great summer for it. So. And, and you say it hasn't taken off, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it hasn't uh, it hasn't taken off, but that's not because of. I mean, it's the the government restrictions on the international travel that it is still a chance. Like who, a year later, it still could pay off. Um, coming into the yeah, for sure. So thank you for letting me off the hook, Ryan. You know, because you know you do you look at it and go, oh my god, what have I done? Right? No, we make our guests look good. Well, I'm here to do. appreciate that. So, but it has like they changed the game a number of times on who's allowed to come in, when they're allowed to come in. Um, you know, the three day quarantine, 14 day quarantine. So uh, there's been a lot of changes, but I do think that we're probably going to hit our stride here in the next, uh, next 30 to 60 days. And why is that? What's going to help you hit that stride? Um, Well, we have, I mean, with the fall semester coming up, there's a lot of students that, you know, there's students that want to be here. They want to learn in Canada and they, um, and so we have this, uh, it's called the study safe corridor that we've, we've set up with languages Canada to help bring those students in. And I I think for a lot of the schools, um, if they can, um, you know, avoid being the main, um, you know, the main point of contact for that and pass that off to us for, for, you know, not a lot, then why wouldn't they do that? And so we, we have a number of schools that seem to be coming on board with that now. So, yeah. Mark, I know you, you have also delved into, you guys started sandbox events as well. Um, and so you've got a number of different projects on the go here. If you can go back, you know, some people, we won't use the P word again, but some people were able to, I'm going to use it. Some people are able to pivot early and, and recognize early that they need to do something. You get the damn word just tattooed across your forehead, Tim. You just love it so much. Other people I know are still waiting to see what happens. How early did you know? And maybe you can take us through that process that you needed to act. You needed to do something. You couldn't just sit around waiting. So, you know, this is probably going to sound goofy a little bit, um, but I, you know, I, I I don't know that it ever, there was ever like a moment. I, I just, you know, looked at it and went, um, for me, it was about really these two companies that we started, they're really about, even if we break even, but we can help employ some of the people mm-hmm. that are on the staff, right? So we, I have some directors that are 100% commission-based and initially out of the gate with the student travels, we're like, let's, let's, you know, bring them over and help bridge the gap for those guys financially. So it's never really been about, it's always been about getting back to SSS and of course, having some success with the other stuff too, but it's been about creating something that's sustainable and, and able to help, um, help some of the people that are, you know, important 
to me and important to the company to, you know, to be around long-term. But see, Mark, that goes back to your leadership style. Like that's completely like you're, you're being empathetic for these people that aren't working or aren't bringing in a big income. And I feel the same way at the hotel right now. If I book a small meeting with minimal revenue, even if I break even on it, I don't care because I know it's going to employ a couple of banquet servers, right? right? You just want to get some action. and, and, And so it's just neat to hear you say that again. Yeah. Now, now when I look at it, you know, from a, when I, I look at it now, it looks like, Hey, you know what, that's actually that sandbox events thing is a pretty good idea. Cause now, you know, in the past, when we've sold site selection to some of our clients, we went, okay, you know, we booked your meeting for, and, and maybe we only book one meeting a year for you for some of our clients we will book 50 and 60 meetings a year, but there are, you know, there's that association that we book once a year and, uh, and then we go, okay, we'll call you next year when it's time to start sourcing. Well, now, we have another reason to be in touch with those guys. So I do think part of it is that, you know, we have probably 400 clients that we're, I mean, we're fortunate enough to, uh, to be able to serve. Now we can serve them on multiple levels, not only on the site selection side, but also on the, you know, virtual right now and then hybrid at some point. And, and when we get back to meeting in person, then be able to be boots on the ground for them as well. Well, you know, I have a, I have a new word. I don't, for pivot. Is this a buzzword? Is no, it a buzzword? Well, it doesn't matter if I say it. Yeah. <laughs> how many has... Oh, I just want to know if I'm supposed yeah, to use it or how's not. how's he doing? No, can no, we no, get no. an update? I will give you an update, but so I can finish my thought. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> guys, <laughs> super distracted. Um, no, but instead of pivot, what I hear, and I think a better word for it, and the new word that we maybe we can coin is really diversifying yeah. your services. It's really about yeah. diversification. and I And I do feel that because it's not so much... Maybe in the very beginning, some people made like a hard right turn, but it's really about offering more because, you know, when the pandemic um, settles down or, or, you know, it's never really going to go fully away. But when things settle down and things start to reopen, I don't see you abandoning student travels tomorrow uh, or anything like that. So it's really about diversification because you're just offering more right? Or, or it will lead to other things as well. I mean, yeah. you, ha- you had to do that just like we, uh, the hotel, we had to change the markets we went after because the markets that would typically fill us were not coming in. Yeah. You have no choice sure. but yeah. to take on new stuff. And same for us, you know, with virtual events, uh, it's not, we didn't, it's not because we were going to stop. It's a pivot implies like you're stopping something completely. We are now the pendulum is at full swing, but it's going to yeah. start coming a little bit back more in the middle. And then we're going to keep both services. We're going to do in-person and virtual events. Right. So it sounds mm-hmm. like, it seems like more of a diversification yeah. And maybe we can do away with this ugly word that yeah. we hate. Well, and, and for, for, for me, it's been, it's long overdue, really. Like, yeah. I've, you know, been having, you know, we've had clients that we've turned business away from for a very long time who said, hey, you know, we like what you, you know, you know, we like what you stand for. Or we like how you, how you operate and how you have our best interests at heart. Cause mm-hmm. we, we really do lead with the client first. And I think that's one of the most important things with SSS is that it really is about the client. I've always felt that sort of the money takes care of itself. You take care of the mm-hmm. client and, and, you know, we've turned that those opportunities away and had other people like, I'm going to go back to Christy who, you know, for the last six or seven years has went, Hey, we need to start a, you know, full, you know, a full service company, when are we going to do that? No, we're too busy. We're too busy. Well, when all of your revenue has been wiped out for the next 18 months, <laughs> it's not that I'm not busy because we just yeah. went from like yeah. being busy. Yeah. You know, we went like, we're not getting paid to book meetings and now, now we're not getting paid to unbook meetings. Right. So right, right. we're still really busy. We're just not making any money at it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So just to give you an update, um, you know, my betting skills aren't good tonight. I've got three out of nine. 
No. It's not over Ooh. yet. And what are the three words? Uh, site selection, travel, and quarantine. Well, I don't know that site selection is a is a is a buzzword. Well, you could count that buzzwords. as two words. These are right? my. This is my bet for your buzzwords, not necessarily the buzzwords of in general. Yeah, the, of it the is the name of the company, right? Right. I know. Well, I had to make some easy ones for me. I think you need <laughs> we're, to we're give, trying... <laughs> give them two points for that site and selection. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Give me points. <laughs> so we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. And if you like what you hear, you might even like Tip Talks. Tip Talks is a custom podcast tailored to your event. And a great way to highlight your speakers before your event actually starts. And we'd love to help you figure all that out and make your event an even better ROI experience for your sponsors and your participants. So if you want to hear more, you can check us out on our website at switchidea.co. So Mark, we've talked a lot about your team and your responsibility as a leader. Um, I'd like to know what kind of growth you've gone through personally in this year, because, you know, being out of our element really, you know, stretches our limits. And, and I think that's when most of the growth happens. So how does mm-hmm. Mark Dossman... May 2020 compared to Mark Dossman, May 2021. Well, I'm older and I have more gray hair. <laughs> longer hair. And uh, longer hair, yes. And I have uh, <laughs> less money. Uh, that's for sure. COVID uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. You know, I, 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 think, I think you do identify with, I, I, or you figure out some things about yourself that maybe you didn't know before. You know, I, I think I'm probably a lot more... Um, Geez, I, I don't want to come across like I'm pumping my, my own tires, but here I go. Let you know, I, I do go. think, you yeah, are. I do. <laughs> thank you. I do well, think we'll do I'm probably more, more resilient than I thought I was probably. And I am a bit of a serial entrepreneur. I think that I recognize that there are some things that are really important for me to be well each day. Um, you know, I, I spend more time with my kids than I probably ever have. I think it's taught me to slow down and not work till 11 o'clock every night. And I think it's probably taught a lot of people that mm-hmm. um, I meditate every morning without fail. And that's become a really, really important thing to me to get up and sort of, you know, get centered. Um, uh, and I work out probably almost every day. I may not look like it, but I like to spend half an hour or 45 minutes, you know, just, you know, and, and it's, 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 it's about, it's about clearing you know, clearing the energy, clearing your brain for me more than it is anything else. So, um, anything of that, like anything that surprised you of yourself that surprised yourself. I mean, at some point too, we sort of think, Oh, here's who we are. And then anything, any of those things surprised you the most. Surprises me that you meditate. Really? Yeah. Well, why do you say that? I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have classified Mark Dossman May 2020 as a meditator. Hmm. Yeah, I've been doing that, you know, and, you know, went through some personal stuff for the last couple of years as well. And I, I think I, I started doing that a couple of years ago and that's become really important, hmm. uh, really important for me. And I highly recommend it to, to everybody, whether you're, whether you're in a good place yeah, or whether you're on. struggling, like I, I don't care who you are. I mean, there are mornings you wake up, you're going through this damn COVID and, and you go like, I don't know if I want to pull my that first leg out of the bed this morning. Right. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it, it, it can be a really shitty run for, uh, can I use that word? Yeah. Yeah. It's the only okay. way to describe it. I yeah, go a it lot can worse be a really shitty run, right? Like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's damn hard sometimes it's to get up and keep staying motivated, you know, to, to go through a, a bunch of cancellations or, or go through mm-hmm. some of the staffing issues that you're dealing with or yeah. homeschooling. Like 
I had three kids here homeschooling on three different <laughs> levels in the house while I'm trying to deal with contracts. I don't, I don't know which way is up today, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So well, I don't point. know. I think, yeah, I think that, uh, I think those are things that you, you learn, you adapt and you make some changes and, and hopefully you're better for it and you're, you're better for it when we come out of this thing too. So that's great. Awesome. So we have another segment for you. Another okay. fun game. Okay. And normally we use it to loosen up our guests and I don't think we need that for you but we shall still play. <laughs> I would just like to call out who, who has the birds chirping in the background. That is just oh, so know, peaceful and like, relaxing. Yeah. Is that your place, Mark, with the birds in the background? I do have a window day. open. Are no, they no, real? That, <laughs> yeah. Is that part Smart of the meditation? Ass. You know, there's one part? in every crowd, right? So thank you. <clears throat> I'm taking over no, for Tim. It's okay. He took the night no, off. good. I was going to say med- meditation. <laughs> Who needs that? I just need to call Mark and listen to the birds. <laughs> hey, it is man, anytime you want to come over and meditate and then we'll, we'll have a beer or two. I mean, I, I'm in. So good. it's a date. So we have our, it's not a date. It's a, it's a, like, <laughs> I told you we'd get there. We're, we're getting closer and closer. All right. Well, let's get it. Let's get after crazy eights. All right. So as quickly as you can without thinking too hard, let's go. So number one, do you live to eat or eat to live? I eat to live. What time do you typically typically get up? 5 a.m. Oh, my God. Whoa. Plans or no plans? Oh, plans. Personal trainer or personal chef? Ooh, personal chef. Which of the five senses could you live without? Oh, I got, Jesus. I, I don't know. Now that's a hard one. That's a good one. <laughs> you're, you're, I don't know. What would you say? It's it, no, no. We're black and white for a reason here. You're in color. Cause it's about you, Mark. Oh, I'm going to throw them. I, I'd go, I'd go without smell. You don't need smell. Yeah. I was thinking smell too. Well, then yeah. you can't taste. I get rid of taste because I can taste with my nose. Hmm. All right. I don't like any of those ideas. Can we skip this one? (laughs) Pass. All right. Pass. Truth or dare? (laughs) Dare. Yeah. Yeah. Matthews or Tavares? So this is your crazy eight. Um, I'm glad you didn't pick a senator. I would probably pick uh, Matthews. Sure. Okay. And are you surviving or are you thriving? in the status quo. I, uh, you have to ask me that six months from now. I'm planting seeds, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Look, right. I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think I'm, I think I'm surviving right now so that I can thrive. Yeah. You know what? I think Great a lot of what our industry is going through right now will only be able to be fully assessed in the future when we look back. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think, I think we really need some distance between what's going on and, what will go on to really look back and assess a lot of these, a lot of things that have been done and have happened. And um, I think we're still going through it on a daily basis. Yep. Okay. Now, yeah. now, I, I think we are, but I also, I, I think it's coming back. I think it's going to come back hard yeah. and fast and, and, and it's going to be dynamic. And I think it's going to be like nothing we've ever seen before. And I think it's going to be, I, you know, it could be over the next three three, four or five months. And, and I think it's too bad that we're lagging here in Canada yeah. uh, compared to what they're doing in some of the other countries yeah. because it's uh, been a, a real slow burn for us, but uh, it'll come back for sure. 
Now, you mentioned the Senators, and it's no secret that uh, I'm a big Sens fan. You're a Leafs fan. We go at each other a lot. I'm not sure if I still owe you a 2-4 or not. I can't remember where that bet sure finished do. off or if it canceled <laughs> out. Um, but and, I'm curious. to be clear, Ryan, just, just hold on. Just, just to be clear, if there was a year for you to pay up, this is it. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I think it canceled I think you need out. You do some ordering online, Ryan. I think that's yeah, what you're yeah. <laughs> so, so I, you could just bet on their next game. Oh, wait. No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> that's all right. I'm, I'm okay with it. So just quickly, I'm curious. What do you think? Are they going to roll over the Canadians or not? Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. I, think so. I don't think so. We'll see. Okay. So now you've had some time to think about the five senses. One come to mind still. <laughs> no, no, I, no, I, I really don't want to give up. Maybe it's senses a fail. And... Maybe that question. Who fail. would give up one of their senses and you just let it happen to you if you had to give one up. Right. And have, Nature we have your choice. Work. The question demands it. You must give one up. Then smell. <laughs> because of what you guys said. But okay. but reluctantly, I would. For sure. Okay. Reluctantly. So. Okay, well, that's amazing. Let's bring this back to um, our beloved event industry. And uh, I know there's been all sorts of articles and thoughts on what uh, what we're going to return to. But I'm curious, if is there something that when it comes to face-to-face events, that something you're really excite, excited to see that we will change and, and um, I guess, improve moving forward? What's the one thing that comes to mind? Well, I do think... Um... I think Tim, you're in the right business. I do think that um, that uh, you know hybrid is here to stay. I don't think it is for everybody, for sure. I, but but I do think for for certain industries and and a number of companies, it's here. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it creates some opportunities that didn't exist before for people to um, uh, you know bring prospects out to a user conference, for example, or or have a maybe a more dynamic. Um, uh, um, uh, trade show component, perhaps. So I think there's some great opportunities yeah. that uh, I also think, you know, not even just for meetings and events, like I think, you know, the number of times where I live just about an hour outside of, uh, outside of Toronto, the number of times I've, I've hopped in the car and fought Toronto traffic for two hours to get downtown to meet somebody for, you know, 45 minute coffee, you know, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to do that anymore. Yeah. I probably yeah. will hop on a zoom call. You know, and I think it's better for the environment and it's probably well, better for me and it's better for my family. I was going to say, it goes back to the time in the day you're working till 11 o'clock because you're doing that. Now you save yeah. an hour or two hours of not going anywhere. You can give that time back to your family, the kids or doing whatever. Yeah. There's definitely things to keep. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've always I think hated, there's a lot to learn. I've always hated the, the, the thought that there's a virtual school and a face-to-face school. Cause I've said since the beginning of this, that, it's all coming on a crash course together and we're going to take the best components of both. And it's going to be better for our industry because we'll improve the experience of, of uh, event attendees. Well, speaking of school, actually, they just did a survey at my university and an incredible percentage. I don't remember what it was, but it was really high. It was like 85 or something. Don't want to, they want to, they don't want to come back to in person. Hmm. Well, it definitely helps with like 
things like bullying, right? If you're not, if you're not comfortable in a school environment now, you can, you can stay online. Just traveling and, to downtown yeah. and parking and all those things that make it really expensive for students. Who well, I, I know my son sleeps till noon and then fits the schooling in whenever he can. So he, he doesn't want to go back. <laughs> but he's not in university either. He's no. like, he's prepping. He's like living yeah. the university life already. Yeah, pretty, yeah. Goodness. Well, and that's why. But, but some... at, the same, at the same time, you know, there are, you know, when you have, you know, we have some corporate clients who've gone out and, you know, done surveys and said, you know, Hey, you know, um, conference attendee, will you, will you attend our conference next year? And, you know, 85%, 87%, like almost 90% are saying, absolutely. I'll be there in oh, person. Yeah. So I do think there's a lot of chopping at the bit yeah. to get back and to meet. And yeah. to, oh, people interact. are going to want to meet, but it's going to be more purposeful. I think is yeah. what we're saying, right? Yeah. It's going to be with more intention. Like when we meet in person, we know what that cost is now. We won't take it for granted. I don't think we'll be seeing, people looking at their phones during a keynote too much yeah. more unless they're asked to because they have to interact. I don't know. Maybe um, it's a little bet, right? Maybe. But uh, speaking of bets, I think I've horribly lost my... I was going to say, I, I, um, I saw some of these words. We, we missed a few of them. So I'm just going to share with you okay. my screen just to close so you can Thank see you. how decimated I am. Uh, I really thought you would say some more of these, but to know. <laughs> oh, those are good. You danced those around are some a few. Good, of those. Some darn good words for sure. Ah, I think we touched on some you. of them. He no, almost no. almost said vaccine. I was going to say, how many did say we say? It. Yeah, I really tried to get you to say it, and then I thought, okay, let's get back to the talking because I'm getting yeah, a little. And that would be a lead, game. right? And I don't, I don't know that you're supposed to be leading leading no. the witness here, right? Mm, sometimes no. we do. Just but to our, I think our only guest. We've done this two, three or four times, and usually we're the first one to not do it. Yeah. I don't know just, if that means you're skilled or not skilled. Season two. Probably not. I mean, doesn't use big words, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty big words. So my accomplices, my accomplices yeah. did not do their job. And, and I put a few on there that I thought we could kind of steer you towards, but we didn't get go in that direction. So I'll, no, I'll take the blame on that. this has been refreshingly a refreshing conversation, yeah. actually. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Likewise. That well, was awesome. I, it's always good to, I mean, nice to meet you, and but always good to get around these guys. And uh, yeah. you guys are a lot of fun too. So no <laughs> wonder you guys say. are having success on, on this thing. Yeah. Thanks for being part of the Illuminate Project podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. To carry on the conversation, follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter at Illuminate Proj with an eight. Switch your mindset, stay creative, and we challenge you to not just survive, but thrive in the status quo.